0: Conversion has to be a natural process. And that natural process has to happen as a effect of something. That's not the cause. genuinely ask me, then my mission is this. If night you a and you know that you have made a difference in someone's life, I don't care what happens. Your past has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with your future. What are the key fundamentals of selling high ticket offers?
1: Welcome to this special podcast. And this episode is something that I've been waiting since uh, last two months. Why it is very special? Because the the person who I'm interviewing today is someone who actually um, changed my inner game as well as my outer game. He is my performance coach. Currently, that we are working together since last two months. And uh, we talked about a very key aspect of conversion optimizations in your sales. Because he's a conversion specialist. We talked about marketing and sales in depth. Not just uh, the overview what exactly you are listening to talk from the top marketers. We also talk about the real coaching business. How a coach should be. What actually they should have that business so that they can build a long-term sustainable coaching business also we'll talk about life as well as we discuss the key challenges that many new marketers face while they start their journey was this podcast with a full focus and without any distraction because one thing you'll miss you'll miss a very big thing so do not skip any part of it just watch Second by second, you will enjoy every single second of this conversation. And if I'm not subscribed to this channel, I would highly recommend to subscribe it right now because if you're not subscribed yet, because I'm planning to invite such a big personalities and the powerful conversation, which will add a lot of value to your life in your business. And also, once you com- watch complete podcast, I would recommend to comment on the, what are the key areas that you are really going to work on after watching this podcast. It means like, what are top action steps that you are going to take after watching this step so that you will be accountable with me that how you can grow in your life watching this podcast. Without further ado, Let's welcome our guest. So, Harmit, welcome to our podcast and how are you doing today?
0: Thank you, Sagar. I'm very well and uh, truly an honor and a privilege to be here with you, uh, talking to you about your podcast and I'm looking forward to it. Yes, guys. So, uh, you might
1: not know him, a very social media person, but this guy has something that we are going to uncover during this conversation, something that you'll never imagine how someone has a less... Presence in social media can actually transform lot of the lot of people' lives. You will see some a real coach uh, in front of uh, like life today here. And so, Harmit, I would love to know that what is that something that you love so much about coaching, and why coaching? Please tell us that.
0: When it comes to coaching, uh, Sagar, uh, I believe coaching is a very very noble and very very pure kind of a profession where you are actually serving someone and serving someone with an intent to really change their uh, an aspect of life that they are maybe dealing with or struggling with. And coaching, the way coaching impacts a person's life. I've seen many, many uh, coaches in the market and some really good ones. The kind of shift that they can bring, the kind of, uh, you know, Transformation that they can bring to someone's life is amazing. If any one of you have ever worked with a real coach or a mentor, you know what I'm talking about. The kind of uh, shift that they bring you, the kind of insights that they share, the kind of pathway that they guide and show you is so damn powerful. And uh, it is actually life-changing. I was very, very fortunate to have mentors, uh, many, many mentors early on in my life. And the way they impacted me, the way they shaped my life, those key conversations with someone, when you are in a long conversation, something shifts for you at a very core level, and then your whole behavior and conduct around a certain thing changes, your approach changes, your mindset shifts. Now, these are the things, uh, you know, especially, you know, those shifts that happen at an attitude level, they are priceless. And I believe if you can help someone, And create an impact like that that's one of the best ways to live life and uh, you know living a life of impact living a life of service i think that's the essence of coaching so if you want to live a life that you are proud of i find coaching as a very very powerful way to live that life so a life that you are inspired to live on a daily basis having known that you are making a difference in someone's life so that to me is uh, a way to live an inspired life. So coaching is not a profession. Coaching is actually a way of life.
1: Amazing. Now you have actually coached and consulted a lot of uh, coaches specifically into conversion. Uh, people call you as a conversion optimization specialist. And uh, now what is the top three elements that actually bring that sift in their
0: business? Okay. Uh, well that's a very interesting question, Sagar Uh what happens is uh now marketing is a very, very important aspect uh, when it comes to you know a service-driven business, and especially a coaching business. Right. Now I'll be very honest with you that I didn't have the skills of marketing, even though I had a degree of marketing to my name. So in 2017, I fail I have was I failed miserably at something. And in that point of time, I didn't know a thing about marketing, I, though I had a degree to it. I didn't know that uh, what marketing is all about. I went on to educating myself. I went on to a journey of uh, you know educating myself, learning about what is marketing, what is branding, what is advertising, what is copywriting. And it just dived deep into the subject. And what happened is that I fell in love with marketing over a period of time. Once I really understood what is the true essence of marketing. And over a period of time, then I developed my muscle in the area of how people can convert better, how people can improve their sales, how people can improve their marketing. And with that having said, I was able to generate a lot of insights on what brings that people. So uh, giving me, giving you just three aspects related to it will will not be a very uh, justified thing, but however, I'll try to bring out the top three shifts that happen, right? Yes. So the top three things that really optimize your conversions is number one, your own belief in your own product. Mm. Right. And for me, the litmus test around that will be, will you buy your own product? Will you be your own customer? If yes, then you are at the right place. And then you are selling ethically, and legitimately to your audience where your product or service will create an impact and will deliver a result. Now, having said that there are, there is another other section of coaches who are not, whose products or service is a little substandard because they have not worked on that aspect of it. Now I'm very, very okay with, because your version one is not going to be in touch with your version 10, right? Now let us say that you are at forty out of hundred, right? But if you say that this product, which is forty on hundred, is like eighty on hundred or ninety on hundred, and you build a hype around it, now that is a very hype-driven approach where you are only going to end up attracting idiots. As per, as per one of the famous mentors in in business world, Rajiv said it so very well. He said. Uh, If you build a high-paced marketing, you are only going to attract idiots. And if you do value-driven marketing, you will attract achievers or champions. I'm not exactly sure if I'm copying the exact words. Now, these are the very, very powerful insight. What kind of people do you want to work with? Somebody who will lose the steam halfway or somebody who will entirely walk the entire path and are really committed to the process. And the question around it is, are you interested or are you committed? So if somebody is committed to improving the conversions and they are looking at right places, maybe they are looking at the data points, maybe they are looking at, uh, their energy, these, these are a lot of subtle, subtle things, because there is not one factor that is going to help you, uh, when it comes to conversions or optimizing your conversions, there are a lot of things, uh, it is about a landing page. It is about the hook. It is about the story. It is about the offer. It is also about who you are as your person. Who? What is your energy like? So the thing cannot be at one place. The block cannot be at one place. Instead of my working with a lot of people, what I find is one of the most common things that needs to be worked on is the inner game or the mindset part when it comes to the sales. And I've seen a lot of people when they are about to enter into the sales switch, they start fumbling. Mm. The changes for them, it is like they are asking for the money, right? Once they are teaching, it is like a uh, like you know they are like a cloud, mm. entirely engulfing the space. Mm. And the moment it is about to sell they are about to ask for the money, they are about to money. sell a kind of a fear, a kind of a, a scarcity kicks into them where they just hold back. and that's not a very healthy place to be when it comes to conversions sell proudly sell fearlessly that that would be a key aspect when it comes to oh, really having powerful conversions so the three factors which i would compensate are your belief in your own product the second is your mindset and the third is what i just said where you know you sell fearlessly and you sell with pride.
1: Amazing. You talked about something like high based marketing and value-driven marketing. So what is that value-driven marketing all about?
0: Value-driven marketing is like, uh, let us say you stand for something, right? Mm -hmm. You stand for integrity. You stand for freedom. You stand for uh, authenticity. You stand for courage. There are certain values that we all live our lives by. Right? That there is a certain something called a value system that we all have, and we all have our unique value systems. Right? For somebody, the value system can be being corrupt. Now, that's not bad, but that's a different value system which has its own uh, limitations and advantages or disadvantages, whatever you may want to call it. The whole idea around it is that what do you choose? Who do you want to be? And once you start sharing your vision, which is inspired and embedded from your values, that is value-driven marketing. Value-driven marketing is not something like you can borrow or create. Because one of the things which I believe around marketing is, when marketing is when you're sharing something passionately with people, something that you truly believe in, that is marketing right? So that's what I come to the point. If you have a belief in your own product, you will sell and sales is not a bad thing. The only thing is that most of us has been traumatized by sales in some way or the other. And we need to heal our relationship to sales because I don't understand how a business is going to make money without selling, how anybody is going to make money without selling because sales is equal to income. Sales is the only point of exchange where money exchanges hands. So if you do not have a powerful system around sales, I don't see uh, how anybody is going to survive, right? So sales yes. sales is a very crucial way, but how you do sales, how you want to do that is your calling. Do you want to be standing strong when selling or will you go weak in your knees is a question. And that weakness is not your fault. It is the kind of conditioning overall where the kind of environments that we live in. Because let us let me let, let us face it, we all have had experiences in sales which are not very pleasant. Yes? Yes. So those things ultimately come when we are to do future sales, when we have to do future marketing. And all that muck of the past is there. And that is what bringing the resistance in people when you are about to buy. Suppose I ask you to buy something right now, right? What you will face is a certain resistance. Maybe that will shape up in objections. So how you handle that objections, right? There is always a resistance that needs to be come over, that needs to be won over when it comes to selling. And unless the person develops a capability and a skill to overcome that obstacle, sales is something that will is going to teach some of the most profound and the biggest lessons in business and life. If you uh, want to be a student of it, you want to be honing your craft. This is one skill which I would request and urge everyone to develop because. That is what is going to ultimately bring in your conversions. So be a student of sales.
1: Amazing. Now you talked about the student of sales. Uh, mostly, like our bodies are uh, coaches. Okay, whenever they do this webinar thing, like they sell some kind of product at the end. Yeah. Whether it is a course or coaching or something that they they wanted to actually serve the audience. Items. So, like what exactly actually matter most while that particular conversion? What exactly people see, then see through so that they will buy that often. So what what is that thing that people actually buy?
0: <laughs> That's a very interesting question. Uh, what people first of all buy is you, right? People people don't buy your products. People buy your energy people buy a future self of themselves that they want to be better versions and that is a primary factor and you cannot manipulate that or tactically use it to some that that's that that will be very shady and manipulative marketing or sales and just doing that has brought in a lot of disgrace uh, to the profession of selling but if you look at, tell me one company, one business that doesn't want to improve their sales, Everybody. one person, one, one coach uh, or a service provider who doesn't want to improve their revenue. No one. Everyone is struggling one, in one form or the other. Maybe somebody is making still good money, but they are struggling to achieve the next level. So that shift uh, has to happen for them. And that only has to be... That can only be addressed uh, once you understand where the block is uh, if i see there are certain people who actually have a very good product what pains me is when i see good quality coaches who love genuinely love the world field of coaching and they are not able to sell and they are struggling in their conversions and sales that is what pains me and then there are other ones uh, who are delivering a hype-based marketing and all that they are able to catch in above because they have better selling skills. Having better skills, selling skills does not mean that you have a better product also, yes, right? How many of us have you had the experience in life where we say, your selling and marketing skills are very, very high, but your product, your experience is very low. And then, uh, you know, uh, let us talk about, uh, uh a sweet shop, right? You want to go and let us buy some Burfi or whatever, some, some sweet, which is driven with milk. Right now there is so much of adulteration going on in, in that area that if you go to a village shop, very, very simple, uh, you will get actually pure milk there and the quality of that product will be better. So quality has nothing to do with your marketing and sales. And there are certain people who know this and just because they are able to develop their selling skills better than the other person, they're able to cut throat on the competition. And that is why uh, it is very, very important for people who actually have a good product or service to improve on their selling skills and conversion rates and improve their sales closing ratio, understand the game There are a lot of people who love the coaching side of it. They don't like the business side of it. Now I say the success depends on people who understand the coaching side of the game, but also love the business side of the game. That is where the success is. So you have to develop a muscle in that area. And it is very, very important for you to do so with the right kind of an attitude and proper value system around it where your beliefs support you in serving because when it comes to this profession of coaching, it is about serving and truly serving and serving and serving. If you do that, I can tell you, uh, that you will reach places in your game. Some things that you have not even imagined in your life.
1: You, uh, during our coaching also like you started working on a lot more like almost three sessions we worked on an inner game yeah and i realized like what is the big gap like i was not working since long and how do you think like the inner game about the inner work is the key element for a coach to to bring that highest level of conversion
0: it is not only about conversions let me tell you a secret around conversions if you're always thinking about conversion 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 you, you're not going to get it. Conversion has to be a natural process. And that natural process has to happen as a effect of something. That's not the cause. The cause has to be something else. It is Understand this. Conversion is an effect of something. Yes. Now, what is going to cause conversions? Once you start impacting the causality in the matter, you will get the effect. I hope I answered the question. It is It was pretty deep. Uh, it's so, really deep. Exactly. Really, you you really want to, uh, you know, rewind it and watch it. But once you start working on the causality of things, that is when you will see the desired effects in your place. Conversion is an effect. Be very mindful of it. Be very clear with it. Conversion is an effect. So for in order to have that effect, what is it that you are going to cause and impact that, that thing will show up. I hope it makes sense.
1: Yes, very much. So why it is very much important to build a mission-driven business rather than just uh, selling a product and just making money?
0: Right. Let me tell you that uh, there is a lot of gray areas in this, okay? I say if you only and only want to be in the top 1% or less of the people, Build a mission-driven business. Otherwise, build a business first, and then build a mission around it. Because uh, I I have I've come across a lot of coaches. They are just using and abusing the word mission, right? And uh, mission-driven business. I am on a mission to do this. I am on a mission to do. This. Just because that you have an access to certain template around how to put words around it and all that doesn't mean that you are actually on a mission. There is no authenticity. There is no soul to that. There is no uh, commitment to that you are using mission just to make money when you are using the mission you cannot be on a mission because when you are on a mission you will be used by the mission and as a result you will make money this is very very different from I am on a mission to do this I am not a mission to do this I can tell you people are just using it at a surface level they don't mean that so if you cannot use this this will use you and once you see and are able to spot the difference you will be able to tell who is legit and who is not, who is genuinely on a mission. Once they say from the depths of their being, it will strike you straight in your heart and you will resonate with that if you are would like to be on that kind of a mission. If and only if you want to be in the top 1% or less of it, then is when you should build a mission-driven business. Otherwise, it is okay to build a business only. And then drive around. I'm not saying not having a mission-driven business. I'm not even saying that. But I'm, all I'm pointing it out is do not misuse it. Hmm. Do not yes. abuse the word mission, right? Yep. So what is your mission and how did it come to you? My mission is very, very simple. My mission is I want people to live their life peacefully and powerfully no matter what. And my mission is to sleep peacefully in the evening. Having known that I've made a difference in someone's life. Genuinely, my mission is here. If I come from the And you know that you have made a difference in someone's life. I don't care what happens. If I sleep peacefully, I think uh, I would, at least I would be satisfied. Speaking for myself, I'll be happy. I'll be satisfied. I'll be fulfilled. So for me, that is a mission in itself.
1: And uh, Harmit, you you have learned from world-class marketers, coaches. And how has it shaped you?
0: I must say you have very interesting questions lined up, Sagar. Uh, Yes,
1: yes, I because. I've been through and seeing you since last one year, almost a year and no. also getting mentored by you. So I wanted to know that angle.
0: I can tell you not for the sake of saying, but I actually mean it. And the what I mean is, and what I want to say is every day is a new day. Yes. And every day you have a fresh energy. So one of the things which have happened with me and what I've learned over a period of time is, and this is an insight, which I'm sharing with you, this I've learned it the hard way. And now I'm able to live it as well. Your past has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with your future. At any given point of time, you have the freedom and the choice to create a life that you want. And for that, all you have to do is be present to this moment and then another moment, and then another moment. This is one of the skills also to be practiced and developed. If you want to be a powerful coach, or even if you want to be better as a human being, being present is the key to being effective in life. So this has been one fundamental shift that has happened with me by working with some of the leading authorities and mentors of, uh, of our age and i'm blessed to have those mentors in my life it is my deepest gratitudes to all my mentors and uh, everybody who has contributed in my life because ultimately it is the experiences that you have and how you respond to them what you pick up the, the learnings that you pick up and how you want to use them i would say uh if i have learned one thing in life that is Uh, when it comes to whatever that you are up to in life, be dedicated in that. Be dedicated, be a true student of that craft. And it is not a nice statement, but an attitude or a way of life to live by. So I believe uh, one of the most powerful ways which which mentoring and coaching has helped me is developing that kind of a mindset and skill set where, especially in terms of attitude, you want to be 100% responsible for your life the way it is and the way it is not. Everything about it. And that is the key.
1: So would you like to share like who, who is that one person or maybe a few mentors that actually had a huge impact in your life.
0: I mean, I was lucky enough to have a lot of mentors. I cannot recall one. I like to have deepest gratitudes to all. Uh, but one of the mentors that truly, truly impacted my life very powerfully and very, very wonderfully is none other than the Master of Masters, Mr. Blair Singer. And uh, I've had a chance to learn from Mac Atrom. I had a chance to learn from uh, Siddharth, Rajiv, uh, Job, uh in one form. Gopal has been one mentor who influenced me considerably. And by the way, if you look at the word mentor, right? Or a coach, if you really have a learning attitude, you will be able to learn from anyone. So in a way, I can also call you as my mentor. I can also call you as my coach. So it is all about learning that and developing that kind of a learning mindset. And like Blair, one of my... you know, fundamentally one of the most important mentors that that brought in a huge shift, talks about, uh, you know, something called code of honor. I believe that's the fundamental, fundamental thing at a core level, which is needed in today's world to live a life of peace, fulfillment, and satisfaction a life that gives you happiness. It is not about the money, it is not the success. It is, you, you obviously need money when you are living in, a, in this world, but at the same time, having that fulfillment at a deeper level is what is the bigger game all about. And that's why I said, having known that you have made difference in someone's life is ultimately one of the best measures where you are not losing sleep. You're sleeping like a baby, you sleep undisturbed. And you have a sense of a pride to your work. Do you
1: do? Amazing. I think I, I, I totally can sense that. I remember when I invited for the first call in our community, and we had some three-hour conversation. And the very next day I saw um Blair dream. And we're like, why why I never saw Blair dream? Then I put in a message inside quantum group uh, that this guy has actually I can see the essence of Blair in every Talk. He deliver every word he says. I can say that he has actually brought that essence to his life completely. And I call him. I call. I'll call you as a mini Blair to all of my students. If you have never seen Blair Singer, just go and watch our recording. that is inside uh, our uh, LMS. Amazing. So Amit, like that is a great thing that you were talked about, and uh, you, we can all can see that.
0: Thank you very much. And
1: then you talked about a home, like code of honor. Like, Can you just like, give me a brief, like a little brief about what is that code of honor
0: exactly means so that we can
1: implement in our business or life?
0: Code of honor is nothing but a structure that you want to live by where you are living a life of purpose with intention. That's the simplest definition of code of honor. And how we can actually implement it and why we should implement it. It is. It is like a structure, like I said, right? So a structure that which you want to live your life by, what is it that Mm. your life is going to be all about? And what are the rules, the ground rules that you want your life to live by? And having that defined for yourself is the key because what you cannot define, you cannot have it. So it is a structured way to defining your life about the central question. The question is, What do you want your life to be all about? And Code of Honor is a simplest and one of the most profound and a powerful way to do so. And I believe that's one single thing that has stood out so big when it comes to uh, mentor Blair that it in itself is game-changing.
1: Harmit, uh, there are a lot of... uh noise around high ticket, low ticket. So can you tell us like, what are the key fundamentals of selling high ticket offers, high ticket programs?
0: Actually, if you look at it, I would also be of the opinion that there is nothing called high ticket, actually. What is high ticket for you might be a low ticket for someone. It is actually subjective, but keeping our discussion short, uh, let us, let me bring a certain point uh, to discussion. And the whole idea is price is what you pay, right? Value is what you get. So high ticket is actually about delivering not 10x value. No, 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 no. High ticket is not about that. High ticket is actually about delivering 100x value, 1000x value. That's a trade-off. And if that that is what I mean by high ticket, actually there is no high ticket. You are actually giving 100x, 1000x value, priceless. So price is what you pay, value is what you get. So when it comes to high ticket, do you have the capacity and the capability to deliver that kind of a value to that marketplace and make a difference in life of someone where you know that you have not robbed them off, you have not ripped them off, but you have served them. And this one distinction is going to test whether it is high ticket or not. Well, so if if I if, let us say if I delivered a hundred x value to you and I charge only ten percent of it, and I delivered thousand x value and I only charge one percent of it, do you think uh, uh, the trade off is equal? No, the trade off is not. So once you are selling high ticket, sell high ticket, no doubt about it. You should do that. But at the same time, ask yourself this question: Will you be adding that kind of a value? And the fundamental question with which I started off, will you buy your own product? Will you invest that kind of a money if you were to buy your own product? And if the answer is yes, be proud and sell
1: it. Now the the sales part is done. Let's suppose somebody is selling good. Now, when it comes to actually coaching, like coaching coaching people, what kind of skills a coach should have? to actually deliver that level of uh, result.
0: There are a lot of skills the coach has, but uh, if I was to narrow it down to top three skills to be a very powerful and an effective coach, I'll call three. Three, okay. three. Okay. So I'm keeping it to short. And the list is endless. The, there are a lot of skills yeah. that you need to develop, right? The number one skill as a coach that you need to develop is the ability to listen. Really listening to your client. And based on that, the second skill which I will rate is your ability to put things into perspective by asking right questions, powerful questions. One of the measure of a powerful coach is the kind of questions they ask. And the third aspect when it comes to being an effective coach is all about them. It, like Blair says, the brilliance is in the room. It is all about them. Are you truly serving them? And what is the intent? Is it like, how look how good I am? Or see for yourself how effective I am. See the results, the shifts, the, the transformation in your life. And in a way where you truly want to serve them and make a difference in their life because it is all about them and that is a that is an angle of service so if your intent is to serve genuinely make a difference that would be the third aspect With i would highlight as a as my own experience in in the field with if these three qualities are there listening is there you can, you have the ability to put uh, things into perspective by asking powerful questions and third is you really are intending to serve and make a difference in some in their life. Then these are the foundational pillars to be effective as a coach. Otherwise, if you look at today, every Tom, Dick, and Harry is turning out to be a coach. Mm. Anybody who can speak a little in English, they can you know speak in front of a crowd. Everybody calls them a trainer. There is way more to this game than just meets the eye or you know just having the gift of the gab. Just having the gift of the gap doesn't mean that you are a powerful trainer, right? So you need to have that quality, that depth, that intention to serve. And if you are like jealous of your own students because they are able to produce better results than you, then I'm surely going to tell you that you're not going to be a very powerful coach. That's a hard truth to digest and swallow.
1: Now, how to actually build a long-term sustainable coaching business? which is like not something for like two year, three years, or business. Like even I have like, okay, how I can build this next 20 or 30 years? How we can have that level of clarity or maybe like what kind of thing that actually required to build long-term sustainable coaching business? Like when you can see the world-class coaches have actually built up.
0: Just answer this one question. And this one question can change the game for you. The question is, What do you want your life to be all about? Just answer this question at a very fundamental core level. What do you want your life to be all about? And once you are on a quest to be in the inquiry of this question, you will have different answers at different times. First, maybe the answer is like, maybe get some making, maybe make, let me make some money, right? It will be all about personal gains. In the starting over a period of time once you hit some tipping points you hit some saturation points you are able to fill some uh, holes you will see that this question will still remain and you will have a different answer to this question it means at that point of time you can understand that you have started evolving as a person your thinking has started evolving it has started touching new dimensions And ultimately, when you get to a level where you want to live a life of service, then is when you can be authentically saying that now I am on a mission where you want to accomplish X because of X by so and so time or whatever that is for you. Mm -hmm. Then it would truly mean that you're on a mission. Otherwise, you are just abusing this word.
1: What kind of the brand that you like to build in the long term.
0: Very clear. I want to be a value-driven brand who is known for the value and the quality that I bring to the table, and only working with a selected few who have that kind of a taste. And I, I can actually, if I feel that I can actually serve a client, then is when you should take them on a client, right?
1: Yes. And.
0: Uh, When it comes to building a brand, when it comes to, you know, making a name for yourself in the market, it has to stem from your core of this question. What do you want your life to be all about? And not only that, it has to be about how you want to do that as well. It is not only, but let us say it is not only about making money, but how you want to make money as well. That's also very important. By not selling out on your soul and, and your dignity, you want to do that with your dignity and your soul and everything intact, with with where you you are a person of integrity. So I am very clear that I would like to have a value-driven brand for myself when it comes to my work in my field. And uh, when it and there are a lot of terms to it. There is a lot of phases to it, and you you have to deal with one phase at a time and then build on one thing at a time and staying focused. That's why staying focused for the long-term and being process driven along with patience. That is the key. It is not about, you know, uh, I've, I've made uh, 20 lakh sales. I've made 30 lakh sales. I've, I've increased my sales by 20%, 30%. That's it's not about it. It is actually about what you want your life to be all about. Do you want your life to be all about money? I believe that is a pretty shallow thing to do. No doubt you should have the money. I'm not saying you should not. Why can't you have both or the best of the both worlds? Yeah. So developing yourself into something like that, that's the key. Amazing. Uh, now you,
1: you talked about you actually very, uh, like you, I, you. you choose your customer in the right way. So how to actually identify the right, ideal clients for our coaching. These are the right clients.
0: These are these are clients
1: who should not target. So
0: I would say, please come to my marketing workshop and I'll tell you there. Uh, <laughs> but uh, on a serious note, uh, you really want, you don't want, not everybody is your client. Having hmm. a clarity on who your ideal client is and how you can serve them. What is it that you, what problem will you be solving for them? What is the challenge that they will get rid of? How their life will become better? Once you have a fundamental clarity around that, then also map out their uh, demographics, psychographics, and it is just the homework that we do as marketers, where we want to understand the core desires, the needs of our customers. And then asking ourselves this question, can we really help them? And then that is called a value-driven approach. An approach that is driven by values. And not only that, uh, I think uh, you should also categorize your clients. This is something that I learned from Rajiv and He put it very, very beautifully. So you don't want to be working with a decategory client since because he has paid you money, that doesn't mean that they have bought your own so you also want to be working on one simple thing. How is the attitude and the energy of the client? Will he or she be someone who will be taking the action and be will stay committed during the course? You only want to be working with committed people, people who will actually go and take action in their lives. And then there are a lot of people who will talk, talk, talk. That's also fine. That's, that's a different category. And you want to be... That's why uh, working with the right clients is the key. Not everybody is your client. And having that clarity at a very, very core and a very fundamental level is very, very important. And that's called uh, one of the approaches to marketing. One of is what is your target market? The segment yes. of the society which you're going to serve and how you're going to serve.
1: I think you also talk about a lot about one-on-one coaching. Yeah. So like what is the importance of one-on-one coaching and how it actually creates a shift in people's lives?
0: I have had a, a fortune of working in groups. I've had the fortune of working in a one-on-one setting as well. I always believe one-on-one setting is way more uh, better because you are able to get a custom solution. Now, what happens in a group setting has its own advantages especially yes. when it comes to the business side of the game. And when it comes to the coaching side of the game, one-on-one is always better because that gives you the depth and the quality. And you are able to make a profound impact and the level of impact that you will be able to achieve in a one-on-one setting is unparalleled in a group. You, It is very, very difficult to achieve that kind in a group, unless the group is small and committed. And there are a lot of other dynamics as well, which you need to keep in mind. But... Uh, One of the key differences between a group coaching and one-on-one coaching is this, one size fits all, that's group coaching, right? And then there is something which is custom built, unique to your own needs and challenges and situation and something which will take into account your own needs in a very, very tailored way, right? So that is the difference where something will be specifically designed for you. And that's why uh, I believe that one-on-one coaching is a premium thing and will always be in demand until unless uh, the coach has the skills and to deliver to the marketplace. And one-on-one is actually a very, very good thing to do because you understand your target customers very well. And if somebody is starting on a journey, I'll actually recommend them start doing one-to-ones first initially, understand your target market really well, and then choose whether you want to go for group coaching or that, or one-on-ones when it comes to one-on-one, right? The way you are able to create an impact and serve is unparalleled that then you can do in a group setting. Now, when it it comes to a one-on-one, people are able to share way more about the reality that they are facing, but the challenges that they are facing. They might not be very uh, okay to share those challenges in a group setting. So that's the difference. That's the prime difference. So Hamid would like to talk about how your funnel look like, how actually
1: uh, your business, like you, you do one-to-one something that we are working on. But like, can you just elaborate the complete funnel, like how you actually serve a different level of uh, in your business?
0: Well, when it comes to funnel, you know, this is a very fancy concept and a very fair, uh, very uh, modern term that's being used in marketing mm-hmm. and all that. Marketing funnel, sales funnel and all that. But uh, let me tell you, a lot of people do not even understand what is a funnel. Yes. A lot of people don't understand what's the difference between a marketing funnel and what is the difference between a sales funnel. And if you are somebody who is really committed to do that, I would actually might please come and attend my uh, you know sales and marketing workshops. But uh, but but uh, you know uh, on a lighter that was on a lighter point. But to be more serious and precise, customer funnel is nothing but the journey of your customer with you, right yes. from the way they start their journey as a lead to being a fan of your product or service. Right, that's a complete funnel in itself, and how you want to do that. There are various stages to it, and all that. But my funnel is pretty simple, right? Uh, I love working with clients on a one-on-one basis. The first is you can book a uh, people can book a clarity session with me directly, and they can. Uh, we I'll, I'll spend fifteen to twenty minutes, thirty minutes, call, karenge. and based on their requirement. And if I find that I can actually fulfill their requirement, I'll ask them to sign up for one-on-one coaching. Otherwise, they can find other coaches. There are other coaches in the market as well. Uh, That's one aspect of it. And the other aspect of it, there is a a marketing program where we have designed specifically for uh, people who really want to learn the art and science of marketing. I'll not be teaching about digital marketing in that workshop. I'll not be talking about social media marketing. No tactics, but the evergreen principles of marketing. Where, if you know them, I can guarantee that those principles has the capacity to make you into a marketing ninja, where you will be able to build muscle in marketing like nothing else. And then there is a workshop on sales. There is a workshop on champion level goal setting, which is exactly the same workshop, uh, you know, as per Blair Singer, my mentor. So that's the same, uh, workshop that we have and you can sign up for these programs directly on my website or landing pages, wherever they are. And I also, uh, plan to conduct a small webinar or uh, ev- maybe once every week, but that webinar will be more about, uh, how you can optimize your conversions. So I'll, I'll share the links with you. You can share, uh, yeah, the I'll share, I'll, the, I'll the, yeah, but at the same time, it is very, very simple. Uh, it is a, a work webinar bolo, workshop bolo, masterclass bolo, coaching, bolo. But end of the day, it's uh, it's like an entry point to the funnel, right? So it's kind of a test drive, you can say. It's I kind of a test drive. Team. But, but yes. if you are serious, if you're somebody who's totally committed, yeah, directly sign up for uh, uh, you know one-on-one coaching as well. But uh, there are be sure that you are actually committed and you will walk the path. If you're not going to take action, I'm sorry, I, I will not be uh, taking on board those clients.
1: If you had to define the marketing and sales in one statement, what it would be?
0: Marketing is you make somebody interested in your product or service using scientific tools of persuasion. And sales is where you actually go and deliver that product or service and you actually fulfill that need. Marketing in other ways is about creating a need are uh, creating a demand for your product and sales is where you actually supply your product and fulfill that need so in very short and very crisp simple terms this is marketing that is sales
1: so when it comes to right results like since you have spent a lot of money into like investing in programs and there are the times like we we get overwhelmed with so many programs attend lot of programs and um, and our family members or our, the, who actually, our loved ones, there is one kind of message always comes inside that result will come. How do you right. right. So how do you tackle that? Like, if you are in that position?
0: That's a very good question, actually. What happens is the kind of world that we're living in today, where we want quick results. We want uh, instant gratification. In fact, uh, I'll actually say uh, we are in- living into a generation which is like a two-minute maggie noodle. They don't want a wholesome food which is properly cooked, and you know, uh, and they just want a two-minute maggie. So, uh, but at the same time, uh, if I was to say, because in this world we have been conditioned to be goal-oriented and results-driven. Yep. Right. We are. We are like when an objectivity over a period of time has been very overly personified, you know, like objective results, numbers, can, you know, like the data, the money in the bank, and all that. You know, once you are driven by that, uh, that puts you, you know, place of pressure, then to, into puts a place of uh, manipulation, where you know you start getting desperate, and that's not a very nice position when it comes to marketing and sales. I would choose the other path. The other path is once you, I'm not saying you should not be results driven, you should not be goal driven and not that. You should have that. But the pathway that you choose either can be, you know, ends justify the means. That's one path. The other path is where you actually become process driven. And you take on one thing at a time, you master it, you develop a capacity to do it and do it really well and then take on another thing, then take on another thing, then take on another thing. I heard Rajiv, uh, one of the very famous lines by Rajiv Talrita, he says version one is better than version none. I want to add a little prelude to it. You have to take a bigger route as well at times. Your journey zero to one is the most difficult journey. And that happens like one. Point 0.2, point 0.3, point 0.3, point 0.3, and you're stuck in that. And then you are, then you want to quit and want to go to point one and maybe you know take a different route. And then something just, you know, point 0.4, then point 0.5, then point 0.6. You that's the grinding phase. So till the time you are hit, hitting with version one, have the persistence and the grit to stay that course, be process driven, not results driven, goal driven. If you're process driven, results will come. Now let us say it is like, uh, uh, there's a beautiful example that I want to share with you with respect to this. It is like, if you want a flower, 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 right? You can go pluck the flower and all that. But if, what if you learn the art of sowing a seed, bringing a plant and then have flower, With that technology, you can actually have a garden of lovers. Yes. So my invitation to you would be consider process-driven. Consider being process-driven. I believe that's way more peaceful, way more powerful. And the journey is far more enjoyable and fulfilling because you are on a path where there is hardly any rush. A lot of people are looking to make quick money. But in quick money chakra, the things get started dry up. Uh, people will not show in their webinars. They will sell from desperation and uh, you know, slow show up rate, negative ROS, and all that crops. You will do this for a, a couple of months to one or a couple of years and then you will get up and quit. Whereas if you really understand the nuts, the boards of the, and the pieces of the game to a level where you are really committed to stay for the long term, And you take one step at a time and one step at a time and one step at a time. Now, it's the same example, which also uh, I would want to, you know, how do you bite and how do you eat the whole elephant? One bite at a time. How do you eat the entire watermelon? One bite at a time. How do you climb the mountain? One step at a time. And that is called process driven. And that is a huge learning that I have had from my own mentor Blair where he shared one of his biggest learnings was being, taking one step at a time. And that is how you even uh, can climb Mount Kilimanjaro as well. Wow, yes. Yeah.
1: And in between this explanation that you mentioned about like, uh, sometimes what happens is people get actually affected by other successes. Yeah, some competitions. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is like, that the place is something like one of the most insecure place to be in. How we actually do that, it ha- it happens to everybody. How how actually to come out of from that show, that okay, this is our places, our journey is completely unique that you talked about right now.
0: There is something, uh, there is a concept in marketing that's called U S. P, right yes
1: unique selling. unique
0: selling proposition and uh there is also a, a evolved version of it which is UVP unique value proposition yep
1: right
0: now whatever you want to call it every one of us is unique yes yeah. now what happens is when you get into a comparison mode you kill your uniqueness you say I am not that good other one is good in that moment, what happens is you not only kill your uniqueness, you actually insult yourself. And only you can insult yourself, nobody else can. And once you get into that race of comparison, you can forget about going to the top. What is your goal? What is it that you want your journey to be all about? That's the question that I asked you, I told you in the previous of this talk. And that's why being focused onto that, what is that you want your life to be all about? Just being focused onto that and focused onto your journey. Your journey is unique. I would say if at all you can get out of this comparison mindset, you will be able to far more love yourself. You'll be able to approve of yourself and you'll be able to stand tall and with pride with yourself and whereby you know that you're on this journey and you'll be respectful proud and of all that so i think taking that road where you don't want to be in that comparison mindset where constantly being compared to someone i think that's the key the key is to learning to understand that you are unique and it is your unique journey and standing the ground of your uniqueness with standing in your own power because what you can do, there is a gift that you have which nobody else has and tapping into your uniqueness is something that will bring in that USP flavor in a very, very different way and that once people like your flavor, Then they will come after you. Then that is the way you will be actually bringing in a complete garden to yourself. That's why I said, be process driven. And in that process, some people will take time. Some people will not. Some people will be soft, will be, will be fast in one part of the process. Some people will be slow in some part of the process. And that is the beauty of, Every one of us has. There are some people who are very, very skilled in technical. There are some people who are very, very skilled with the mindset part of it. There are some people who are very, very good with different skills. And that, Sagar, uh, is the beauty of being human. It is our own imperfections that we have that give us our uniqueness, our edge, our own flavor. What I really believe and learned from one of my mentors is when you can bring in Sagarness to what you do. That's your flavor. I can't Easy. do that. When I bring in her to what I'm up to, that's my flavor. That's my USP. Right? And I talk about this concept more in detail in my marketing workshop. But at the same time, if you can learn to tap into your uniqueness and blend in that flavor, that is the way and the only way to cut the noise in the market. Otherwise, standing uh, and and putting in competition and positioning yourself and all that uh, that can be a quite a challenge it can be very uh, tedious and a tiring journey because if you want to build something worthwhile you have got to put in that effort that grind and build a muscle around it have some depth around what you have to otherwise market me coaches to uh, bahut
1: amazing harmeet like you actually given a like answer to like very deep questions, which is actually stuck a lot of people's head. And uh, we'd love to learn more from you. And specifically, those who are here, they wanted to take the first step, the learning journey, and they wanted to learn from you, how they can actually, they can start.
0: Uh, What I will do is, uh, I'll share a Google form with you below Uh, Mm -hmm. this in a description. You can check that. And uh, you can fill that. And someone from my team will get in touch with you. And if you want to directly get in touch, uh, one of the best ways will be uh, sign up for a Coffee with Kelly session where we'll get onto a one-on-one call and uh, post that. That That's a little, uh, very small amount you want to pay and uh, come for the session. And post that if we both find that we are a good fit for each other, then we'll start to work accordingly and uh, where you can get onto the coaching side of the game or the marketing side of the game, whatever that you're up to. So, because I know that uh, my two strengths are in the field, in the area of marketing and coaching, so, so this is what I can help people with. Amazing. So definitely, uh, so those who are actually really wanted
1: to like uh, put in the game, because I I know personally Armit like how we were wo- working within the last two months in the transformation he has been inside, and this completely um, changed the how I look at in the business, and how I. Uh, deliver the business and uh, yes as he says he's a conversions optimization specialist He whatever he says he's a very good at that so I will highly recommend just I'll be putting all the links in the below uh, and you can sign up for that Harvid one last message I would like to give to our family
0: one last message from my side is uh, truly truly genuinely take very good care of yourself and uh Love yourself and stand in your unique power. Stand in your own power. And I always believe that performance comes from a place of strength, not from weakness. So once you stand in your own power and strength, performance is guaranteed. The only challenge is, do you have that commitment to discover your own power? So take that game on and if our paths cross, we'd we'll love to meet you as in when we progress in this game. So Amazing. keep walking. Thank you so much, Armit.
1: I'm really grateful for you giving special time. I think we took a good time and we had a good conversation. And I also learned a lot every single time I, I talk to you and I like, okay, this conversation, go on, go on. We'll definitely have another conversation in the future sometime. And
0: thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Sagar. Thank you. It was lovely talking to you.